Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Michelle. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you tuning in. Today, um, it is, well, on the day I'm recording this, it's September 15th. And the reason I want to talk about uh, Q4 is because it starts, it kicks off in about two weeks. So if you're unfamiliar with Q4, it's just the fourth quarter of the calendar year where a lot of sales uh, are made between October and actually even beyond the end of December into January. So if you're selling anything, even if you're in a brick mortar store, um, if you're selling something online, you want to make sure that you are ready because you want to anticipate maybe more sales this quarter than you've had the remaining three quarters combined, depending on when your business started and what types of products or services you're selling. So I just want to give you some tips. Um, There are probably about 10 of them that I'll share with you on how you can get ready for Q4. And hopefully you've already done some of these things um, because like I said, October 1st is the beginning of the fourth quarter and you want to have these things in place. If possible, you know, well before then, but you know, if you haven't started already, the best time to get started is right now. So let's go ahead and jump in. The first thing you want to do is make sure that you stock up, right? So if you already have an existing business, look at your sales from the previous years. Um, If you just got started this year, look at the sales from the previous weeks, previous months, and just stock up on the best selling products because you do not want to run out if you wind up with more sales than you anticipated. So look at what you've been doing already and then make sure you have that and then some, okay? And if you know there's something that's been selling well, this is a good time to add some um, variations on that product. So if they love that, you know, in that color, maybe offer it in a different color. If they like your product in that size, you know, maybe offer a different size. If they like that service, maybe think about adding on some additional uh, bonuses or uh, incentives and just kind of piggyback on what you already have. And then just, you know, offer other variations, other options, even upgrades on what you know is already doing well. If you have a website, make sure that you optimize your website, make sure it's user-friendly, make sure that you can use it as, you know, mobile uh, responsive, make sure people can access it, you know, with a mobile phone, make sure that you have enough speed to make, <laughs> because you don't want people to come to your site and then get that, you know, that dreaded 404 error message that they've landed on a page that's inoperable or someone coming to your page and it just takes forever for it to load because guess what? That people are very impatient nowadays. If they cannot get to your page right away, they'll just close the tab and go to someone else's page. So make sure that your website is, you know, is doing what it's supposed to be doing. 
And along the same lines, make sure that your checkout process is smooth and seamless. So if you can go into something like sandbox mode, um, where you can actually go through as if you were a customer and make sure that everything is working properly, do that. If not, just you know, make a small purchase yourself and make sure that you can get all the way through the checkout process without any errors, any kind of glitches or any issues like that. You don't wanna find out later that you know 300 people tried to purchase an item but they weren't able to because something was not linked correctly or something wasn't set up correctly in the checkout process. All right, so make sure that that's, everything is up to speed. SEO. Okay, now this is a big one and hopefully you've been working on this before, you know, the beginning of Q4, but if not, definitely pay attention to your SEO. You want to make sure that all of your product listings have the relevant keywords and if you have photos in your listing, if you're able to go in and put something in the alt um, text box or it depends on you know what website you have, but with Shopify and even with Etsy, you can add um, alt text to your images so that people who are using different types of, um, what do you call it? Different types of um, equipment to let them know what that image is about because they're not able to see it. It'll help with your SEO if you can just describe that product. All right, so for example, let's just say I'm selling uh, a white t-shirt with butterflies on it. If someone comes to my site who is not able to see the visually impaired and they're using equipment that'll let them know what each image is about, if I don't leave the alt tag there, they would have no idea what my images are about. But if I put in the alt text, white t-shirt, with colorful butterflies or woman's t-shirt with blue winged butterflies that will help the visitor who's on my site and it also helps with your seo so optimize each listing as much as you can of course in the title you don't want to just put um, something generic like you know cute woman's t-shirt you want to put something that's specific so that maybe you'd have, you know, um, you know, women's uh, graphic tea with blue butterflies. If that's something people are looking for, right? You don't want to just name it, you know, I mean, if, you don't want to just name it something because that's what you, you're thinking it is. You want to name it something that people are looking for. So you want to do keyword research. Are people looking for graphic t-shirts with blue wing? butterfly if not don't give it that title if people are looking for white t-shirts with watercolor butterflies if that's what they're searching for then use that as the title so do a little bit of keyword research right instead of just naming it you know and i know that may be counterintuitive you want to name it what it is but you want to make sure that the terms you're using are terms that people are searching for. Now, when you get to the description of the item, then yeah, just you can put in, you know, women's graphic t-shirt with, you know, blue wing butterflies, with orange butterflies about, you know, nature, whatever. 
but you want to make sure that you include in that title and description phrases, keywords that people are actually searching for. Okay. So you want to make sure you do that for all of your listings. And that's whether you are offering a product or a service, you can be an attorney and you want people to come to your website for your firm. If you know that people are searching for um, criminal law defense attorneys, you want to use that in your listing, right? You want to have a page dedicated to criminal law defense so that when people are searching for criminal law defense attorneys, your keywords are there, right? So you can put blog posts on your, on your uh, firm site and maybe title your blog post, you know, um, 10 tips from a criminal defense attorney. And you want to use that keyword throughout because that's what people are looking for, right? You don't want to just put in there, um, uh, I don't know, crime lawyer or lawyer who fights uh, a crime. You know, you want to put in terms that people are actually looking for, right? And I hope that that's clear because that's important. Um, SEO is important. All right, promotions. You want to plan for special holiday promotions, maybe offer discounts, maybe uh, bundle up different things, but you want to attract people who are looking for holiday sales because a lot of people are just going to be looking for deals. And if they don't see a deal or a sale or free shipping or something extra, a bonus, they may just move on, particularly when you get to uh, Black Friday. People are definitely looking for deals. So if you have to you know, increase your prices a little bit so that you do not, you know, mess up your uh, profit margin, then do that because people would rather, I mean, they won't know that you increase the prices, but people would rather pay a few dollars more and then see free shipping than leaving it, you know, a few dollars cheaper and then having them pay for shipping. So if you have to increase your prices a little bit, do that because you don't want to, you know, put sales and promotions in place to the extent that you're not making a profit. All right, so make sure that when you run the sale or promotion, you're still getting a profit and just adjust your prices up if necessary. Okay, email marketing. I've talked about this a lot before, so I'll just briefly say um, you wanna build an email list so you can send out holiday campaigns and reminders of your promotions and sales. And make sure that you segment your email list. So you don't wanna send, if you've got, an email list for um, people who like to do crafts. You don't want to just send out emails to everyone because the people who are interested in crochet, may, they don't want emails, maybe. They may not want emails um, that you would send to someone who's interested in, in working with wood, like woodworking or knitting. So if possible, segment your list that so you have emails that go specifically to people who crochet specifically to people who like to knit, uh, specifically to people who like woodworking. And you hold on to that um, reader or subscriber way longer because they'll open the email and it's like, wow, they're talking to me. This is exactly what I was looking for. So you want to build an email list, but try to segment it to the extent that you can and to offer promotions specifically for that particular uh, group. Um, shipping. If you offer shipping where you're not selling digital products, make sure that you've got a reliable carrier. Make sure that your shipping is not going to take too long because people are used to receiving things quickly thanks to Amazon Prime. 
So, you know, I've, I've run into this issue before when I first started drop shipping, I don't do it anymore because the item that I was selling, it was actually doing well, but the shipping time was just ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I, I couldn't justify the time. <laughs> um, so I ended up just not doing it. So, you know, make sure that your shipping is reasonable. If it's going to take more than a week for that person to just be upfront, be upfront. You don't want people re asking for refunds because things are taking too long or leaving you bad reviews because it took too long for them to receive the item. Just be very upfront about the shipping time and stick to it. All right. So make sure if you're offering a new product that you confirm with that, um, with the production company, how long it will take to deliver the products. All right. If you're selling digital products, that shouldn't be an issue. They should get it as soon as they pay for that product. Okay. Customer support. If you are selling something print on demand, you don't have to worry too much about that. Um, well, meaning if you're selling on Redbubble or Zazzle or Teesprings, something like that, you don't have to worry about customer support, which is a benefit of selling on those sites. But if you are selling your products from your own shop, just make sure that you're able to handle any kind of questions or issues promptly. Hopefully you have a lot more sales coming up and you'll be really busy, but just don't ignore the questions that may come in and you want to address people's issues as quickly as possible. Social media. If you're on social media, um, of course, you'd want to try to increase your presence with maybe holiday themed posts or ads maybe a countdown to your Black Friday sale, just giving people a heads up of what you may be offering, maybe tease different specials that may be coming up so that people will um, um, be more engaged with you so that when you do offer these special deals, they'll already be uh, a part of your tribe. So you wanna increase your social media presence you know, now so that by the time Black Friday comes, you may have more um, followers and you know you have more engagement before before that. So you're not just popping in after being gone, you know, for a few months saying, Hey, Black Friday sale today. Um, you want to try to get more people following you before then. And then um, let's see one more. Oh, prepare for peak sales. You want to make sure that you have everything you need for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Um, I touched on it already but you want to make sure that everything is in place way before then. Um, and let's see, let me do one more. Oh, and returns and exchanges. Make sure that you have a clear return or exchange policy posted on your website or on your Etsy shop or wherever it is you're selling. Um, if you don't want to accept returns, make sure that you state that very clearly, no returns. Uh, if you don't want to ex accept exchanges, make sure you say no exchanges. Um, you may want to offer something that says, you know, if if the mistake is on my part or on our part, we're happy to uh, give you an exchange. But if you're not accepting any exchanges whatsoever, make sure that you are clear about that on your site. Because, you know, a lot of people will buy things and are used to being able to return an exchange because of their Amazon experience. But if you're not doing that, make sure you're clear to avoid negative reviews, negative comments. Um you want to have repeat customers, right? So you want to make them happy and they're happy when they're informed. All right. So 
those are about 10 or 11 tips on how you can get your business ready for Q4. Um, I hope that's helpful. I believe I may have another episode from maybe a year or so ago where I talk about different tips to get ready for Q4. If I can find that, I will link that um, episode in the show notes. But as usual, if you have any questions or comments, suggestions for future episodes, you can reach me on the website, which is Passive Income Group 360.com forward slash podcast. I'll answer any questions you may have. And I do appreciate uh, suggestions for upcoming episodes. So that's going to do it for me. I hope you have a great day, a great weekend, a great week. I hope you're all doing well. School was back in session. Um, I'm sure if everyone took a break over the summer. It's time to ramp back up. It's time to get back and busy. And uh, you don't want to miss this opportunity. So get ready for Q4. All right. So until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.